Hi, and welcome to the show, Supply Chains, the secret sauce to business. It's great to have you tuning in. My name is Wade Wickes, CEO of Supply Chain Secret Sauce, a subscription-based supply chain consulting company. On the show, we talk to CEOs and leaders of different organizations relating to supply chain. Tune in. Thank you. Well, on today's show, we're going to talk about First Watch Restaurants. If you haven't been there, it's a great restaurant with healthy food options, very interesting atmosphere, wonderful spot, and it's really interesting to learn more about their supply chain. So tune in to today's show and learn about First Watch Restaurants. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Well, today is really a special day for me because man, this guy and I, we go back some time. Uh, let me tell you, he is so knowledgeable. I'm so excited to uh, to hear what Kenny has to say today. Kenny Jones is currently the supply chain manager for First Watch Restaurants. He has over 14 years of experience in supply chain from safety to facilities, to operations and procurement, and so much more. He brings a fresh new flavor to our show. Hey, welcome to the show, Kenny. Where Hello, are you how are you? Good, how are you? Doing great, doing great. Thanks for asking. Well, we are via Zoom. Where are you Zooming in from today? Zooming in from sunny Florida, down close to Sarasota. Oh my goodness. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Well, yeah. that's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you taking time to be on the show and and really talking about supply chain which we both love right right we do <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of Even fun in, in these times we still love it oh my gosh it is crazy so i guess the first question is just what are your thoughts on the food supply chain right now in today's market and and how do you how do you manage it how do you what are you doing right now right now we are um uh, we're, we're in a fight mode almost. It's, it's um, you know, we're getting hit with double-digit inflation, which everybody knows about. We've got a war in Ukraine that's, that's disastrous on our economy um, in one way or another. You know, Ukraine uh, is the breadbasket of the world, and you've got Russia, who supplies almost all the fertilizer for the entire world, uh, <laughs> fighting it out right now, and they're, you know, causing disruptions in supply chain. Uh, driver shortages, labor shortages. Uh, it's just unprecedented times right now for supply chain managers. And it's, uh, it definitely makes your day when you walk in interesting when you've already got 40 emails. Because I can only Restaurants imagine. complaining they didn't receive anything or, uh, you know, distribution houses saying trucks are delayed. So it's, it's, it's tough right now. How many, about how many restaurants are in the, uh, the supply chain of, uh, first we're, we're by the end of the year, we'll be close to about 500 restaurants. That so is amazing. Yeah. So we've got, uh, we're spread out across, you know, several U S foods houses and, um, uh, you know, we use fresh produce. So we use produce houses as well. And that's, it's a challenge. It's, it's putting, all your fingers on the, all the right buttons and uh, making it happen and then plugging the holes with the rest of your fingers you have left. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine the key is really developing a lot of uh, good relationships with those key 
partners, right? Yeah, it is. You know, we have great partners and, uh, even though right now they're, str- they're struggling, right? They're struggling uh, with, with getting product to us. They're struggling with getting product made, um, you know, and, and that's just one phase of it. It's one aspect of it. And then, you know, I'll look at, because our concept is a breakfast concept. So, you know, we are bacon and eggs, but we're also avocados. Um, and, and, you know, most of avocados come from Mexico and then we've got, you know, border crossing issues with trucks, you know, delaying avocados. We've got, you know, this whole issue with fertilizer. We have to think about a year or two ahead of time that, you know, how's that going to affect crops? You know, how's that going to affect our supply chain? How's that, you know, right? Uh, it's just, uh, it's crazy right now. You know, it's crazy, but, you know, we're hanging in there and those good partners are, are, are stepping up to the plate. Um, you know, they're doing everything they can to help us and we're doing everything we can to help them. And, and it's, you know, your bonds really show uh, in times like these. Uh, you know who your friends are, you know who, who has your back and, um, and you know who's struggling, whose pocketbook maybe wasn't so good coming into this. Um, and, you know, their checkbook's not quite as good as you thought they might have been. And you know, this, <laughs> this definitely stresses people out and it stresses out you know, everybody's, you know, financial situation as well. Wow. Yeah. I, I imagine there's, there's some occasions where you, you know, you have to look for a new partner cause they're just not, not making it. And then there's, like you said, with others, um, I imagine with the carriers, right. You're trying to be the the best uh, possible in terms of receiving and warehousing uh, speediness and all that fun stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's tough. It, uh, you know, we have suppliers that have come to us and, and have been like, we're having to do skew rationalizations and you know that that awesome skew that we produce for you we can't produce anymore wow. uh, you know we're having to pivot and go to you know a less uh, a less known less maybe well-made product because it's easier and faster for us to produce so you know it's those challenges because we're different than a lot of companies we we take pride in our es and g and uh, we, we don't want to use products that are harmful to our environment. And um, when suppliers, especially with to-go packaging, it's it's become quite the challenge. Uh, and and then also taking those increases that go along with if they decide or if they can produce that product, you know, what's it going to cost us? What's it going to end up costing the consumer? It's amazing how you keep the supply chain is flowing because as a normal consumer, right? We walk into that restaurant and we order the food and, and we just don't understand all of that work that went into that, especially today. And yeah. it, it is really an amazing uh, event when you stop and think about it. Well, yeah, it is. I imagine, uh, you know, this industry hopefully will come to a, a change at some point. Do you see any silver linings out there at all? Right before, uh, the war kicked off we were starting to see you know a lot of products coming in from overseas are are taking hits and it's you know you used to be able to get a container from china or a container from indonesia for two three thousand dollars you know now they're they're twenty thousand dollars and uh, and they were up to as much as twenty four twenty five thousand you know going into the first of the year uh we started to see some decline in pricing um but now, you know, with, with, you know, China on lockdown, you know, the Shanghai port is starting to clog up a little bit. And, 
we're starting to see delays again. We're starting to see the price go in the wrong direction again. So, you know, I'm not optimistic in the near term. I do feel like um, I'm, well, I'm optimistic that in Q4 things will turn around. We'll see. <laughs> we, we were hoping in Q2 and it started to, it was trending that way. And then of course, you know, the, the happenings with COVID and, and uh, you know the war, it's 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 turned it back, you know, south again. So hopefully, hopefully it'll correct itself soon. Uh, but right now, we're, we're just going to struggle through it. Everybody is. Yeah, everybody's kind of in the same boat. That's a good point. Are, are you as a, as a company? Are you continuing to open locations where it makes sense to do so? Yeah, the you know First Watch is very strategic about what they do. Uh, you know, there's a lot of planning that goes into opening a location and. Uh, they just don't throw a restaurant in anywhere. They, they do their homework before, uh, you know, they, they look at traffic, uh, traffic drive sales, you know, so there's a lot, lot that goes into it. Uh, uh, you know, 2021, we went public and that's no easy feat uh, and still managed to open up double digit restaurants that year. So, uh, you know, they, they have a great growth plan. They have great leadership within the company. Uh, they have great support um, from all aspects within the company. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're doing well. Uh, you know, we're being very strategic about where we place restaurants. You know, and if the restaurant's been there too long, maybe you know, maybe it's time for a change and we move it to another location. We're not, we're not, um, not going to keep a restaurant open if it doesn't make sense to keep it open in that market. Well, for those that haven't eaten at First Watch, it is a, a wonderful restaurant. Great experience. Just a just a wonderful environment, too. I love the way that they're very eco-friendly in terms of their design of the restaurant. Not only that, but the, the menu and the menu offering. So it is a great spot. Wonderful food. And you make it work. You do the magic, you and your team. And I wanted to spend a minute just, I know you're such a, a, a servant leader. And I wanted to spend a, a minute just talking about how you're cultivating uh, leaders and what, what you're doing today with your team to cultivate your team. Yeah, you know, we're, we're always evolving. Uh, and with supply chain, the, the beauty of and the, my passion and why I love supply chain is every day is a different day. You know, it's not the same monotonous day over and over and over again. You just honestly, and I, we giggle about and laugh about it. You don't know what you're walking into every day. <laughs> and, you know, and it's not for everybody, you know, supply chain is not for everybody. So uh, you have to want it. You have to want that challenge. You have to want that excitement and, and a couple of those bruises that come with it. Uh, but it, it's cultivating the passion for us it's you know bringing in the right people you know that that are the right fit that want to learn they're open-minded they're engaged um and that want to learn you know um we're big on hiring people that that have worked at a restaurant at some point you know that know the pain on the restaurant level the operations level um and we just strive to you know, coach, train, teach every second. You know, if, if there's no mistakes, there there's just opportunities and 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 new ways of learning things. You know, um, I've had the pleasure over the years of working with great leaders uh, that teach me something new almost on a daily basis. So I try to pass that along to anyone I can. 
uh, whether it's a supply chain analyst or a buyer or whatever it may be, you know, these little tools, these little trade secrets, those little secret sauce methods uh, uh, that will make them become better supply chain managers for the future. And, and I really like what you said there. And of course, you know, you've got years of experience leading teams, but great point on just, you know, not making a mistake, but it's, it's a learning opportunity. And, and some people have, have moved on from that learning opportunity to say, look, we're, we're all in this together. It's normal to learn from things that we do. We could do a better way, right? Continuous right. improvement. So taking that continuous improvement in leadership, that's wonderful. That's amazing. Um, it's not easy, right? I mean, but having a cross-functional team, like you said, that's fantastic. You know, bringing in people with that experience at the restaurant level, and that helps those folks that maybe don't have that experience. You know, it's just a brilliant idea. Yeah, it does. And and I've had the unique opportunity, and and a lot of people may not. I mean, I, I've worked in every aspect of food, food cold chain, food distribution, production, supply chain. So I've thankfully have have touched a lot of points with, within uh, distribution and production and supply chain. Um, and it just leaning on some of those things that I learned years and years ago when I wasn't a supply chain manager, when I was a warehouse manager, or when I was you know, a production manager, uh, helped me tremendously, you know, uh, to just, just gain other aspects, gain other lines of sight when it comes to supply chain or what makes something hard and challenging for people. Um, and also it's good for, you know, it helps me to teach when someone asks a question that, you know, may sound weird, like, well, what's line flow? What does that mean to me? You know, uh, and being able to explain that in detail and that way they understand what that means to you as a supply chain manager. And what that means to, you know, getting wheels on the ground and product to the warehouse. And, and I think that's another good point is that listening to understand. I mean, you just you just live, breathe and do that. Um, and I think that's what helps with engagement from teams, right? Is that when you're listening to understand where they are and if they're hearing what needs to be accomplished or if they have any questions, uh, that's that to me, that's that's a, a one part of servant leadership. Anything else you would add to how to define servant leadership? You know, it's just always being there. Uh, to me, always willing to to do the extra work that maybe other people don't. Um, to lead by example, you know, it's it's one thing to come in at eight and leave at five, and and you know give direction and, you know, and all that. But it's another thing to be the first one in, to be the last one out, to go over there and ask, you know, someone, how's your day? Is there anything I can help you with? Are you struggling with this? I see that this is, seems to be taking you a while to, to get this report out. What can I do to help you? You know, it's just always being engaged with everyone and, and being willing to, to uh, teach, you know, be willing to listen, uh, to not get frustrated, <laughs> not get aggravated. Uh, uh, but just keep a positive, you know, uh, frame of mind and, and understand that, uh, you know, you're there to help and you're there to teach. That's, that's how you got in this position is because you did all the things that maybe others didn't. Uh, and you can share that with someone. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, supply chain, there's, there's a lot of challenges, but, but the biggest challenge is, is to 
overcome those day-to-day emails with with a strong team and investing in in time with your team helps to uh, make those challenges just go away and be so much easier right well you know is there anything else that that you wanted to share um about supply chain before we we get to the conclusion here of the show anything else no i just think you know um Overall, I feel like supply chain has had to uh, take a step back and rethink their strategies. Um, this pandemic over the last two years has changed everything. Um, I mean, I know even at first watch, you know, we really didn't do much off premise, um, but with the pandemic, it forced you to. It forced you to close your doors and do takeout. You know, and um, do things and think things differently, you know, and, uh, I think everybody's doing that even down to the supplier and the, and the vendors They're they're having to rethink how they run their companies. Um, it's, it's definitely different times, but I've also think in this time, it's also pushed more of a greener look on companies. Uh, I'm starting to see just an MIN, uh, these cool new innovations that have come out, you know, with in the last two years that I don't know would have came out had this pandemic not happened, you know, or maybe it would have been delayed a few years, but um, it's really, it's really interesting how things have changed, you know, and, and now even with all these bands, you know, we talk about supply chain we talk about to go packaging, you've got, new plastic bands that are hitting you can't use plastic straws anymore you can't use plastic bags for to go it has to be paper uh you got the pfas band that's probably going to hit in 2023 and it's going to shake up you know the pulp industry and it's going to shake up the to-go cup coffee cup industry um and there's people that are already because of this pandemic have already got lines ready to go um, that maybe they wouldn't have, you know, it's, it's just, it's interesting how a tragic event and how something that rocked the entire world, you know, there is, there's some silver linings that have come out of it. And, uh, I, you know, I'm very optimistic about supply chain. I'm very optimistic, um, that things will stabilize to a small degree. I don't think they're ever going to go back to pre pandemic, but I do think that, this has forced companies to think a little bit differently uh, and, and to be more engaged with their finances uh, and understand every detail that goes into a pickup or, or a, you know, an FOB or delivery, you know, backdoor. You know, I think about all my backdoor vendors that I have, you know, and those extra fuel costs that we're hitting now, those fuel surcharges that we never saw before yeah, or, or landing on our invoices. You know, so it makes us want to consolidate you know it's there's just a lot that's that's happened and i I think we'll end up making not only first watch better but it's gonna make a lot of other companies better in the process well said that i that's just uh just well said Kenny. i think that that hits every aspect of what is going on and so true so true well, I just want to thank you for your time. I know you're a busy guy and you've got a lot going on and, and just wanted to say thank you so much for uh, for being on the show. I think uh, people are really going to enjoy this conversation. Well, I appreciate it, Wade, and I appreciate you, brother. It's good to talk to you again. Good to talk to you, too. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate that. If you'd like to reach out to me, my email is info at supplychainsecretsauce.com. The website, www.supplychainsecretsauce.com. And uh, always looking for additional guests. So if you would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me. And last but not least, if you do need any supply chain help, we are subscription-based. We're here to help your team be successful in your supply chain goals. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a great day.